Good afternoon, and welcome back to the And One More Thing podcast. I'm Colton Moore. It is Tuesday afternoon on my daily drive home. Thank you for joining me. It's the Tuesday after Labor Day. I hope you all had a great long weekend. And uh, what a weekend it was. I had Friday night football. Watched the little brother catch like a 35-yard streak on the two-yard line, uh, waltzed it into the end zone, uh, had the wife's family reunion complete with fantasy draft and bags tournament. Um, I made it out of the first round of the bags tournament and unfortunately uh, then lost. It's, it's trouble when you're playing on three sets of bags and uh, they all have different surfaces. In the, the second game we were on playing on an ice rink, it was crazy. The bags would hit the board and just slide all the way off, no matter where you hit the board at. But it was bad for all parties involved, and they were just better at getting them in the hole than we were. So, no excuses. Uh, I also had uh, the family fantasy draft, which is uh, one of the ones that I'm more serious about because there's uh, severe bragging rights on the line uh, between uh, Christmas and the summer reunion every year. And there's a lot of trash talk. The best pick of the draft, I think, was I picked up Alfred Morris with the very last, with my very last pick of the draft, anyway, which was the uh, 13th to last pick of the whole draft, and uh, he will be a starting running back. Uh, I think I, I might even start in week one. I'm not sure. I might, uh, I might have him sitting on the bench just to see how he does in that starter role, and maybe that could be a super bargain, and maybe he'll uh, rejuvenate his career. In that uh, in that offense that he's worked with before with uh, Kyle Shanahan, not Kyle Shanahan, yeah, yeah, with Kyle Shanahan. Is that who's there? I'm. I think that's right. Y'all can figure it out. Um, we finalized all of our football rosters across the, across the weekend. We're down to 53 everywhere around. Packers kept that Jay Kumaro on the 53-man roster and then subsequently put him to the injured reserve. And, uh, I'll have to catch you guys here in just a second. I'm getting a phone call. I'll be back momentarily. And I'm back. I was only gone for half a second on here. But in real life, I was gone for like five or six minutes because my little boy was calling me. He wanted to tell me about his day. He started preschool today, and he was pretty excited about it, and he had lots of fun. And I can't wait to get home, and he can tell me all about it. Anyway, I don't know what I was talking about. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, my fantasy draft at home uh, with the family. Um, I think my starting lineup, my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. My running back is Ezekiel Elliott. My tight end is Jimmy Graham. Um, as far as wide receivers go, I don't remember I don't remember who I got as a number one wide receiver. Um, wide receiver one was... 
shoot. Shoot. Uh, I don't remember. I'll have to look that up and get back to you guys. Uh, it's going to bug me. I'm going to keep trying to think of it. And I'm not going to be able to think of anything else. So I'm trying to figure out who that one was. This is a goofy looking truck coming up on my butt. Come around me, old pickup truck. Thank you. Yeah, the, so the... Uh, Cubs are still doing well. They lost one to the Brewers. But they pretty much got to get swept by the Brewers in one of these series they are playing against them in. Um, they're in a pretty good position to, to win the division there. Um, and as far as sports go, it is officially regular season NFL preseason is done this week is it uh, is there a game Thursday night maybe even there might even be a game Thursday night a kickoff game uh, I know the Eagles and Falcons play I think they kick it off that might be Thursday night I'm not real sure on the exact date and time there but uh, that's exciting that's uh, two days away, folks. Two days away from real live NFL action. Speaking of the NFL, uh, big news in the NFL today is that Nike has made Colin Kaepernick uh, the face of one of their advertising schemes, campaigns, which I say great. And, they, you know, the thing is uh, just do it, obviously, and then... something about sacrificing everything because he lost his livelihood, reputation, everything uh, just for uh, taking a stand or rather taking a knee. And say what you want about uh, that kneeling for the anthem protest. I'm going to get real political here and I'm going to offend some people if you're watching probably. Um, but if there is a veteran anywhere in the world a United States military veteran specifically a combat veteran who is offended by Colin Kaepernick exercising his rights you ought to be ashamed of yourself because why did you go fight the only right answer for going to go serve is to defend our liberties. That's not always the reality of what the fights are for, but that should be the motivation of every individual in the armed services, is to defend the rights and liberties of the American people, of which is freedom of speech, freedom, um, the right to protest, the right to assemble, And yeah, the flag does stand for this great nation, but anybody with eyes can see that this country has room to improve. And you ask any 
athlete, professional athlete, who's taken a knee during the national anthem, how they view our men and women in uniform that serve this country and put their lives on the line every day, they're going to say they love those guys and they have the utmost respect for them. And that's why they're taking a knee respectfully. Now, there's guys that sit on the bench and hang their head. Those guys are... Those guys are being disrespectful. But those, but those men who take a knee and still face the flag, some of these men take a knee and still put their hand over their heart. It's an effective protest, people. They consulted military veterans before they enacted it. Or before they made it official, you know. That's why they went from sitting to taking a knee. Because they wanted to be respectful. But they wanted to draw attention to the problems in this country. One of which being racial injustice, racial inequality, um, police brutality towards minorities. And whether or not you believe that is a problem, the fact remains that it happens. And it may not be intentional. It may be subconscious. But if it is subconscious, if that behavior by police officers is subconscious, then we've got to do better as a society as teaching our children, because that's the only place it's going to start, is by teaching our children that we really are all equal. And then, as we're teaching our children, we have to act like that. Because that's, we just, we simply don't act like that. And part of that is I heard someone uh, say it perfectly well, sum it up perfectly well, is that the human race is tribal in nature. Um, that's how we've evolved, uh, being in tribes. We've evolved with people that look like us, that sound like us, that act like us. And that's built into our, built into our DNA. So as the world gets smaller, we're increasingly um, encounter we increase we encounter increasingly people that don't look and sound and act like us, and that is um, that is shocking to our system because we're just not used to it. Genetically, we're not used to it, and so we have to instill from a very young age. That we are all the same and we are all equal. Even though some nationalities are just going to have uh, different physical traits. You know, the caricatures, the, the, the stereotypes. They come from truth, you know? The, you know... I work uh, in the same building as a, as a lot of uh, Indian people, um, or you know that region of the world. I and you can you can tell that that's their <laughs> you can tell that's where their family's from because they all have similar build, similar complexion. 
similar features, hair color. They just, you know, you see a person from the country of India and they look like a person from the country of India. There's just, that's always going to be a thing. Um, people of African descent are going to have certain traits about them. There's, there's things that are going to separate us physically that don't matter spiritually or socially. Right? I mean, shoot. That's... That's just the way it is, people. People look different. And I don't know how to make that more clear. Just because we look different doesn't mean we are different at our core. People all want the same thing. They want to... They want to be accepted in society. They want to have nice things. Um, and I hope most people want to help others. I know not all people do, but most people do. And I think that's a c pretty common among humanity. And how we go about getting there is different based on how we're raised, the circumstances we're brought up in. If we simply just realize that a child is not just a product of his parents, a child is a product of his or her village, as it were. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child, and that's true. There's teachers, there's neighbors, there's your friend's parents. There's your parents. There's your grandparents. Everybody that your children encounters will help shape who they are. And every child you encounter will be shaped in part by how you treated them. And that's the only way, and the only way we're going to rid the world of the inequality among nationalities. I'm not going to say racial inequality anymore, because we're all the human race, people. We're all humans. We're all one species. Okay, we have people from different ethnicities, um, cultural backgrounds. Things like that, obviously. But we're still all humans. Okay? We need to treat each other with dignity and respect. No matter the age, no matter the color, no matter the mental capacity. radio personality that I listened to from the time named Will Kane made the point and he says 
talking to Stephen A. Smith, a, another TV and radio personality. He says, Stephen A. Smith, I don't want to hear you say this is coming from you as a black man. No, this is coming from you as a man. Regardless of ethnicity, regardless of skin color, I see you as a man, and that's how I take your opinion, as a fellow man. Your opinion has merit, and what's hard for me, and so I'm sure it's hard for more than me, is to understand that people's opinions, they form them for a reason, and they may be, they may be completely inaccurate and wrong and dumb, but there's a reason they form that opinion. And it's from some truth relative to them. Uh, truth, in quotes, relative to them. But there's a reason we think the way we think. And like I said before, it comes back to how we were brought up, what we were taught. We're not always taught the truth. We're not always taught how to find the truth, unfortunately. It's, it's such a wide-reaching problem. Uh, and it starts, uh, you know, as early as, as soon as, before children can even talk, really. You know, I've got a three-year-old. He's just started preschool today. And he went to go meet his teacher Thursday for the first time. And my wife and I laugh at this because he's, he realizes that there's people that have different skin colors. And he's mostly only sees white people but he calls them peach peach people uh, so he asks he's like will my teacher be brown or will she be peach and so he goes and he meets her and gets done and he tells mom she was peach she wasn't brown <laughs> and so we say but it would be okay if she's brown it doesn't mean anything it's just some people have different colors just like you know, you, you look out the window, you're driving on the road, and there's there's cows, and those cows are brown, and these cows are white, and those cows are black and white, and those cows are white and brown, and they're all just cows. It's like my dog's gray, and that dog's brown, and that dog's black, and that dog's white, and that dog's red. But they're all dogs. And they all do different things better based on their evolution, their genealogy. But they're still dogs. I don't know why we can't realize that as a people, that we're all just people. We're all just trying to get through this life. And we've all been taught different ways of how to do it. Okay, that... I don't know if I made any sense or ever finished any of my thoughts in that rant there. Um, fact of the matter is, bring it all the way back around to the front to wrap this up. Colin Kaepernick uh, 
showed flashes of great ability um, for a handful of years in the NFL. And I believe he still has the talent to be, at the very least, a backup quarterback in a league, but probably a starter. Whether or not he really wants to be, I don't know. I don't know his true motives for the things he says. But what I know is what he has said. And that is, he knelt for the anthem to bring attention uh, to police brutality against um, young men and women of African descent, African Americans, black young people. Because that mistreatment is highly represented in the media. It's drawn to it. So whether or not, I don't know the numbers, people. I don't know if it happens more often or less often. But I know it is covered more often in the media. And he says, I will not stand for that flag that represents a country that does that to its young people. That does stuff like that to its own citizens. Why would I stand in honor of that country? Now, knowing full well that I greatly appreciative of all the blessings in this is still me talking as Colin Kaepernick. Of all the blessings in my life, greatly appreciative of the, my adoptive parents, this country that allows me, that, that recognizes my right to have this protest. I'm sure he's glad he lives in this country where he can make that protest, where he can play a game and make millions of dollars. But also, a country that needs a lot of work, people. From the ground up, we're not perfect. We never will be. But we can always be better. Strive to be 1% better every day, people. 1% better in the way you act. 1% better in the way you treat people. 1% better in the way you talk everything you do strive to be 1% better the goal is always moving out folks it's always moving out but we can be better and we shouldn't be complacent with, with where we're at never be satisfied Never be complacent. Always try to get better. And hold your country and your elected officials to that same standard. And make fun of anybody that is paid Nike money and then burns their product in protest because that's funny. They already got your dollar and that's all they want, folks. All right, that's that. I'm going to stop. Uh, I'll get you guys here in a minute after the sound.
Peace. Welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is the And One More Thing podcast. Today, we had a new guy start at work, and uh, I was wearing my Packers hat, as is my want on most days. And so he was introduced to me, and the supervisor kind of threw a jab in there about being a, maybe being a Packers fan. And the guy said, "Yeah, you know, I'm a rugby guy. I don't really football's not really my thing." And I was like, "Rugby." Wow, because don't you know, rugby's like, I say all the time that I wish rugby was bigger in the States, and I wish they had high school rugby. I would have played. If, had that been available to me, I think I would, have, I would have been good at rugby. And so I ask him, and this dude's like, I don't know, he's tall, and he's got to be like six, at least six, three or six, four, and he's just freaking jacked. I mean, he could break me in half. Um... But anyway, so I ask him, how'd you get into rugby, man? He goes, well, I was just about the time I got moved over to Days out at the place he was working at. I was uh, in the gym and I saw a flyer for a rugby team. So I said, oh, I'll check that out. That sounds interesting. So he shows up. And it was for a high school rugby team. He goes, oh, here I am, like 30 years old. They take one look at me and go, yeah, you know, there's a men's league in town. You should go check them out. And so they're called the Peoria Pigs. And uh, he says he's been with them for like three years now. I'm like, whoa, hot dog. So now I'm all ready to get moved up here so I can check out the Peoria Pigs and uh, get in shape and learn to play some rugby. I want to play with these guys. That's that's going to happen. I'm going to play rugby. I'm going to learn a new sport at 29 years old. Mark my words. It's going to happen. And I, I couldn't be more excited. Um, and so, yeah, it's, so they, they play, you know, all around uh, a, lot of, a lot of Chicago teams, some teams from the, the surrounding states. They didn't, you know, they, they have a home field there in town, and then they'll travel on the weekend sometimes to, you know, Chicago or over to Indiana, Indiana or Wisconsin or Iowa. And uh, he actually, as an individual, got invited to this uh, invite team overseas, like over in Germany. Um, so, man, that is so cool. And apparently at rugby, it's tradition to after every match, you kind of throw a, a party afterwards. And so they have a, a rugby bar in town and they, they go to and they invite the other team over and they just kind of have a a good natured match afterwards so they they have a, a spring season and a, and a fall season and they do sevens in the summer and uh like you know i'm pretty excited i, I really want to i really want to join up with a team and learn to play even you know even if i'm not very good because i'm small and i'm out of shape that'd be a great way to get in shape you can practice a couple times a week all year round just to have some fun stay fit guys it's like a dream come true a rugby league 
that I can play in. There is a membership fee, but as a rookie, that gets cut in half. So it only cost me $50 um, a season, I think is how that works. So uh, winter, winter or spring and fall, and I don't know about the seven, the summer sevens league. And then after your rookie year, spring and fall, because I've never played before, and then it moves to $100 a season. And I think I'll be able to swing that maybe. I'll talk to the wife about that. But at least for that first year, I'll be able, I should be able to make that swing that. And uh, I think it'll be lots of fun. I really do. Because um, that's a sport, you know, and it's it's kind of built off of soccer. Um, but it's similar also to lacrosse. And it's a lot um, safer than football or hockey because they don't wear pads. So they're not using their bodies as, uh, you know, weapons. They're not, you know, it's... You can't tackle uh, above the shoulders at all, so you got to wrap the torso, and uh, you know your shoulders take most of the brunt. Keep your head out of the, you know, the danger, the hard zone, and just, man, just run, run. Oh, I would be so good at rugby once I get back into shape. I will. I just would. I just know I would. It just would be my skill set perfectly. I'm hard to tackle out in pads. I'm very slippery. And let me get some conditioning underneath me where I can actually run and not get tired. Oh! Folks, watch out. You'll see me in the Olympics at 35, 36 years old. Okay, don't mark my words on that one. But uh, hey, everybody's everybody's got a dream, right? <laughs> that, that one's going to be mine. I just, I just didn't know that was a possibility. It's a great alternative to football. There is also a uh, uh, semi-pro football team in town that I could try out for. But I th- rugby just sounds more fun. It just does. As weird as that sounds, coming from me to those of you that know me. But for now, for this year, we're going to stick to softball. They've pushed it back a week. Still extended registration, which means they probably don't have a whole lot of teams. So I may be playing the same two teams every other week. I don't know. Um, so I don't have a schedule or anything like that. But practice again this week at Thursday, which is in two nights, which means probably I'm going to miss the first half of a football game, which I'm not going to be too happy about. I'm going to have to make it known to these softball guys, like, hey, you guys realize that the NFL starts tonight? What are we doing here? It's the only Thursday night game I care about, really, unless the Packers are playing. But the first one of the season, come on, folks. Yeah. I don't know what other obscure sports there are out there that I would be good at. Uh, I think I watched Australian Rules football one time, but I can't remember it. I know it was very similar to rugby, uh, but that that's probably another thing that I would probably be halfway decent at. Just, man, I think that is my skill set. I wrestled in high school. Rugby is like football and wrestling combined, right? I don't know. I have. Uh, I've not played lacrosse, but I've played catch with lacrosse uh, sticks before, and that was kind of fun. That's a different experience. Um, and I always thought I'd be good at hockey, too. I, hockey looks terribly fun, um, but I could never skate backwards. never really learned, and I can't hockey stop, and I may have told you guys that before, so I, I wouldn't be very good because uh, I can't go from forwards to backwards. I'm pretty fast going forwards. 
Um, but outside of that, that's about my only skill on skates. It's going fast forwards. But uh, what's the math on that? I said Olympics when I was 35 or 36. The Olympics were just, what, two last year, last summer? Not this summer, but last summer. So then there's one, and then, um, 28, and then it'll be 29, 30, 31, the next. Yeah, so 35. Yeah, sure. Okay. Maybe that math's right. I don't know. It's a goal, folks. Everyone's got to have one. I usually say make sure they're realistic. But any goal's realistic if you work hard and try your best, right? That's what they say. Just like every pizza is a personal pizza if you work hard and believe in yourself. No, I think that's what I got for you tonight, folks. Um, second session was a little lighthearted. I mean, serious. I said mark my words. But also lighthearted and, uh, in the grand scheme of things, not very serious. First session today, very much serious business, folks. I'm going to repeat. It starts with our kids. Let's treat our kids with dignity and respect. Teach them to love each other. Teach them that they are not better than anybody else. Intrinsically. They may be better physically at a sport. They may be smarter in school. But they're just a person just like everybody else. Um, And expose your kids to different people. Make sure they're people you trust. I mean, but let them see you interact with folks. And make sure that when you do let them see you interact with folks, you're interacting the right way, the way you want them to behave as they grow up. That's the only way we're going to change this world is by stealing the right behaviors and attitudes into our children. And I'm going to leave you on that, folks. I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.